0: Last time on the Bestow Curse podcast, after a fight with three loose Adiugs, our heroes met a Nidalee's worshipper of Zon Kathan who offered to help them find Salvatore Scream, now a prisoner of the vile Emperor of Old Corvosa. With a new ally, and hot on the trail of the missing artist, the party begins to plan their next move. The Cursed Campaign continues now.
1: to still cursed. oh boy a lot of crits last episode
2: it was fun
1: glad you guys had fun (laughs) you get to grab a couple of us shut us down yeah that's true that's true but i have so many i had so many tentacles i felt like i could have grabbed more you know Mm -hmm. greedy
3: grabber greedy grappler
1: what did did wayne otiugski say what was his big quote you miss 100 of the grabs you don't take yeah yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, man. I mean, at this rate, we've probably got, what, nine more Odiug combats to save like, we got, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get too down on yourself. You know, Iliosia is an Odiug player.
4: <laughs> I hate to say this now, but I was flipping through the back pages of Curse of the Crimson Throne just to see how it all ended. The boss is actually an Odiug. <laughs> it's an uh-huh. Odiug boss fight at
3: the end. How do you think... Uh... E, they just put 20 class levels on top of an Odiug <laughs> <laughs>
1: How do you think the new Seneschal got so fat? It's just an oh, no. <laughs> the human skin Oh no.
4: Yeah, we, d- we didn't check to see if the sleeve
1: was like really slimy or smelled or we got to do it. Yeah, that. I, guess, I guess you would have been in range of the stench maybe. It does say the Odiag stat block, if, they, if they're properly cleaned, they don't give off the stench anymore.
3: It's like that new dragon they announced they're going to put out, the like conspiracy dragon or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. that like... Smashes its way into a skin suit and like walks around <laughs> like that.
1: <laughs> very very men in black. I love it. Yeah. And you you know you met Leori, uh, someone else interested in finding Salvatore scream. Yeah. And you uh, found some pigments, some magical pigment. Yeah. Marvelous, pig- mm-hmm. marvelous,
5: mm-hmm.
1: marvelous cool Miss pigment, And that's kind of an interesting item. Level twelve item. Wow. Hmm. It was in the original a too. i I'm, I was actually shocked they had a two e port of the item
2: yeah interesting
1: it's
4: it's a very i feel like the the usage in an adventure is very niche, but like real world applications could be super cool for it sure how do you think you'd use it? Ah uh, there's a lot of ways you could go with this, but I feel like what would be really interesting is like there's a you lose per, a little bit of perspective when you go from like three d to two d basically and that lets you do weird things so like my first thought would be those um um the like the weird dimensional illusions that they have of like the staircase that is continually going down every time oh that'd be oh or like the, the the trident prongs where like the the lines are drawn weird so that none of them are actually like actually fully intersecting right basically like one of those like weird perspective distortion objects like if you paint it and then have it come to real life does it actually have those weird uh, like anomalistic traits or is it is you know
1: Break it to the fourth dimension. Yeah. Huh. I hadn't thought about that use of it. That's interesting.
4: Yeah. The 2D to 3D translation.
3: How does that work? It's a really conceptual way to open this up. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was kind of thinking about this a little bit. And if I'm ignoring the part about getting your crit success and it's worth some money to art collectors. So instead of just using this to like farm cash, um... Something that I think we can all kind of relate to is that we all love going to the Ren Fair and we love dressing up and having, like, cool props and shit. Now, I myself am not a particularly crafty person, so a lot of the stuff that I get for my outfit, I get off, like, Etsy or whatever. And I'm always not sure what kind of quality I'm going to be getting, so I think it would be really cool to paint, like, really cool replica stuff, like, gear that you could use in a capacity like that. Like if I had this, I would paint some like wicked attack on Titan ODM gear. And then I know it would look awesome. And then wear that around. I think that would be a really cool use of this thing.
2: Mine is not too dissimilar from yours, Steve, except for I would like to just paint magical artifacts from the books that I've read nice and various, very neat uh, things that I read about that don't actually exist. And I think that'd be
5: fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could make a lot of really cool accessories or jewelry and add in some of those other themes to them. And that would be pretty fun having a lot of unique accessories, kind of like having your own 3D printer.
1: Oh yeah, That is kind of how it works.
2: Wow, you got it, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) Magical
1: 3D printer, no resin required.
4: Oh, wait, no, sorry. I changed my mind on what I would do. I would paint... A wall that had like a a painting on it uh, so you could like trick people like the Roadrunner-esque style of like making people walk into a wall that looks real. <laughs> nice scheme but then though. it is yeah. real.
5: Do they get trapped then if it goes away?
1: I don't know. I don't know how it works. Go into my <laughs> tunnel. <laughs>
3: I chose to just succeed so it disappears in day. <laughs> oh, this is a, This is gonna be a deep cut to that no one's going to appreciate except Emily. Emily, this is straight out of the peanut butter solution. This is the paint at the end of that.
5: It so is.
3: Yes. This terrible movie Brooks, Emily, and myself watched not too long ago had this exact item in it. And uh, and Chris's Roadrunner thing reminded me of it. So
5: Yeah, they use it to escape. So this would be a great trap item.
3: Yeah. This
5: is a, a wild a uh, concept coming from a movie called
2: Peanut Butter Solution.
3: I, I, I would struggle it. to describe the plot. I, of the I, movie.
2: Yeah, I don't actually have interest. I just imagine them now painting with the peanut butter.
3: Yeah.
5: And I that's guess. actually not what it is, but it, the movie itself was out there.
2: Yikes.
4: <clears throat> was it Was it difficult to palate? Was the
1: movie palatable?
5: Uh, not quite as much as Peanut Butter is. Mm.
1: Didn't stick to the palette like Peanut Butter no, does? Nope. Mm-hmm. No.
5: A little too much hair.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: Steve you've, you've,
1: I don't want to explore that.
4: I just
2: want right. to go past you've, that. Hey
5: Griffin, well, yeah. what did you paint?
2: Turn me
1: off a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of hair in that movie. Well, yeah. What would
2: you paint, Griffin?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if, because this this item's from Pathfinder, which you know means it's a medieval-ish setting, right? So I'm wondering if like technology works if you paint it in this scenario, because it does say it like functions as if it is the real item. But like I think Chris made a point off air. Like it's it's due to the limitations of being able to paint it. Like you couldn't paint a microchip mm-hmm. because it's so small. So would you just have to paint the externals of a technological item for it to be able to work? It says that they appear as inanimate sculptures if you try to paint a machine. So they, like, they don't want anything like complex uh, yes. to work so- from it.
4: Right.
2: Uh, And like you would need a source of energy, and you can't do that either.
1: I think I'd paint a small addition to my house without telling the HOA.
2: (laughs) We don't (laughs) have to. Without
1: without getting the proper zoning. Without getting a property survey (laughs) done. It's 10 10 by 10. mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. This is a good idea, honey. We should do
1: that. Yeah. (laughs) Paint like the perfect room. You know what make I mean sure like, you
5: critically yeah. succeed
2: i mean it's
1: a it's a little it's a ten by ten room, but like you could paint a lot of you can paint a decent amount of stuff in there get like a pretty good setup i mean furniture works, yeah yeah you could have the perfect size furniture in that little room yeah they could put cushions on it after you paint after you paint it exactly so I think that's my that might be what i do i i I get like a cool little cool little den or something in there kit it out I don't know what happens if you eat it i, pff, I you're painting is out the edible? back end, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I know it had a stipulation in there in one E at least. Like, if you painted gold, it wasn't actually gold. It was like.
2: Pool's gold.
1: Yeah. Yes, it's not magical, inanimate, has no value. Sentimental value. I like the idea of painting like a perfect outfit. If you, you know, that's, that's a pretty creative use of it. I mean, because you can make stuff that is intrinsically valuable because somebody's a craftsperson that makes it, but isn't
3: like isn't valuable isn't made of valuable materials right you're gonna have to be careful there you're gonna have to be real sure you got that crit success because if you only succeed and you're wearing this outfit out on the town 24 hours goes by new clothes in it (laughs) it sheds flakes of paint until it falls apart destroyed it's it's
1: like those uh those dissolvable swimsuits that uh, people get (laughs) get other people as gags falls apart once you get in the water emily did you say what you'd make with yours
5: I would. I would also do some sort of a accessory jewelry type item. Probably tie in some of my uh, different themes and things that I like from movies or books.
1: I'm surprised no one said a statue of themselves.
5: Why would you want that?
1: I, I would definitely want that. Yeah, painting in the park or something. Mm-hmm. Be a big timer. Yeah,
4: people will just walk by and it's like, Oh yeah, they, they must have just put this in. This is supposed to be here. This guy's supposed to be really important. I don't know who he is. <laughs> who would just move a statue in place here? You know, the an uh,
1: illegal statue. That's that's crazy talk. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's moving a ten foot tall statue. <laughs> well, I gotta give out a hero point. This one's going to Diego for critting a bunch of times, uh because that's foundry being heroic for you. Mm, yeah. If this is a
4: critical hero point, it counts as two hero points. I'm just going to top off my hero point bar. (laughs) Hmm.
1: Unfortunately, all your hero points count as a third of a hero point now. I need you just smash them together for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So this one's from Bellandora. You have a memory of sitting by yourself atop a rooftop, looking up at all the stars and moon. Being all alone in the moonlight fills you with a strange sense of hope. Cryptic. Grotus looms. Grotus looms.
2: She <laughs> was missing the fact that Kate can is sitting right next to him.
4: No, no, he's unmanifested in this vision. I'm, I'm here with you on the rooftop, just the two of us. Six seconds pass, and then he isn't anymore, and it's peaceful. I'm still in your mind. <laughs> I'm still here with you, seeing through your eyes the stars. I didn't see if there's an item that can just make me not think. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Feeble Mind. It's called the lot of Feeble Mind.
3: I just have this vision in my head of the two of them sitting side by side on the roof, and Gakin like puts his hand over <laughs> Diego's hand, and then Gakin disappears. <laughs> <laughs> so, when last we left our heroes,
1: they fought a bunch of Odie eggs, made it to Salvatore Scream's house, and met Laori Vals, a... Worshipper of Zankuthon, who is also after Salvatore's scream, she gave them a sleeve of uh, an official, which they determined was the sleeve of uh, Seneschal of Corvosa, and they found signs of breaking an entry. Uh, About six people came in and bludgeoned someone and took them out. Um, They also found some yellow mold dispatched of that, and then got this marvelous pigment. And now I think they're going to be discussing their plans on how to get to Salvatore or what they're doing next.
2: Do we want to sleep on it and wake up tomorrow? Or do we want to just talk?
1: I think we got time to
3: do stuff today still. Okay. I think we go around and top off all our heels. We're not going anywhere within the next 20 minutes.
5: I like that plan. Yeah, uh, you okay. guys can all
3: be healed before. Yeah, sure. Wonderful. And I guess as we're doing that, Vex is going to start running through. Well, we do need to get into this Emperor's complex, but I'm not confident in any of our plans to do so quite yet. We may need some outside help or maybe direction. We know someone in town who might be able to help with that, don't we?
2: I'd say uh, Devargo already doesn't like this guy, so I think we could probably easily ask him for some help.
3: That's good thinking. They're at odds. I mean, he'd probably help us out, so we could take care of this problem for us.
2: Now, the oh shoot, what was the other building called?
3: Exemplary Extrables.
2: The building that this emperor used to be in, right? That's that's what it is. Uh, that burnt down. If it burnt down from the same Red Mantis assassins, that might give us some information on maybe where how 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 the the queen is feeling here.
3: Yeah. We definitely can't let that thread go. So my thoughts are once we visit Devargo, we're probably going to go straight to the Emperor. So if we want to check out this Excurables place, we should probably do that first. Or we might risk passing it by and not having an opportunity to get back to it. If everyone's on board with that, we're getting healed up and we could probably head out soon. But uh, Miss um I don't know where you plan to fit in on this. We wouldn't mind having your company, but I don't know if you have anything more pressing you need to get to in the meantime. Oh, uh,
1: no, I'd love to help. As long as I'm not coming with you when you're sneaking in. Because I'm no good at that. But, if you're getting in another way, I'd join you. I can be pretty good in a fight.
2: Alright, then we've got some rules here. Which, one, you're gonna be nice to everyone at Devargo's place. You got, you got. I know you've already been nice to us, but I just want to make sure that's super clear.
1: <laughs> Do I seem like a mean person?
2: Honestly, no. You seem quite pleasant, besides the skulls thing. Uh, so I, I don't have any problem there. It's just he means a lot to this area of town, for one, and for two, he means a lot to me, and I don't want you mess this up. <laughs> I'll be on my best behavior.
3: No torturing anybody unless they specifically consent to it. All okay. right. What about, what about the emperor's people? Yeah, that's fair game.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, that one's okay.
3: <laughs> I may be a cleric of
1: an a deity that doesn't give me healing, but I'm pretty good at helping people walk the line between pain and too much pain, so you'll find I can probably patch you up in a fight if you need me to.
2: I don't think I'd say no to that, although Vex very helpful.
3: Yeah, we got that covered. You can stay here.
2: But we've, <laughs> but I've already used most of my healing for everyone for the day on uh, during battle, so having a second person would be great. At least I'm pretty sure I see little mere uh, witch people on you guys. <laughs>
4: Mm-hmm. When we get to Devargo's place, we should also ask him if he knows anything about Seneschal Cal. Tall, Cauliflower Pop Quiz. <laughs> or where he's been. Yes,
3: he may have heard something.
2: I'd also like to ask him a little bit about Blackjack. Because Devargo has a good pulse in general on the city.
3: Yes, Leori, we're looking for Blackjack too. He, I'm sure he could help us. People in need. Mm, who's
2: Blackjack? He's a hero in the city.
3: He's not the one that we want, but he's the one we deserve. <laughs> uh, some kind of Cape Crusader or something. Um if I were to look up at the sky on a particularly dark night <laughs> and see him coming to save me, I would be feeling good about myself.
5: We should also be asking about Van Carlo. He is also missing.
3: This was a separate question
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I fun carlo and he's important because he's actually a swordsman master and he trained sylvie so need that here too and another he, help in
5: hand He is quite powerful and he has a lot of social connections as well
1: well i'm happy to help us get to screen, and
2: then you let me ask him a couple questions i'll stay out of your way for the rest you know as long as you ask him questions nicely Again, we're all going to be nice. I I get the
1: stigma. I'm not going to torture him.
2: (laughs) Look, you've just been living in his house for a few days. It feels a little bit. I've been trying to
1: plan and figure out how I'm going to get in.
2: Right. And that will be on that together.
1: I didn't have four people, five people and a giant animal. Badger. to,
3: To go stomping in. You'll forgive us. We're just a little on edge staring into the hollow eye sockets of six skulls while we're having this conversation.
2: (laughs) You
1: don't have to keep looking at them. They're not looking at you. It's really hard not
3: to.
2: Like we've met a lot of people too that have not been nice to us lately so just a little bit on edge and I don't, that's, that's, there's that. Mm.
1: Being on edge is its its own kind of mental torture so I can't blame you.
3: God damn. (laughs) That's one that you've Really walk between pain and pleasure, I imagine. <laughs> of
2: course. Okay, so let's go to the, the uh, exc- 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 place.
3: Let's do it. Sure. You
1: guys make your way to exemplary excribbles. Um You're kind of in exploration mode. I assume you're trying to avoid any, um, any of the Emperor's thugs. On your way there yes so perhaps you take a roundabout route um, but you do make your way there and you see that the temple is not entirely burnt down Uh, i think vec mentioned it earlier that you know a lot of the temple in its original state was made of stone and that part doesn't burn obviously uh, but some of the some of the structure that's been added onto it over the years and that kind of thing has all burnt why don't you make me a perception check here
2: okay I wanna I wanna generally be avoiding notice though as we were like searching around sure 23 perception 25
5: I got a 30 or 31 with my eyes 14
1: uh, this one is a bit more with your nose I think you're trying to sense for that same aroma of the kind of residual alchemist fire that was used at Vencarlo's house. Um, You don't notice that. In fact, this seems like a haphazardly set fire. You you even like as you kind of case the place, you do see some wood parts of the structure that look like they'd be maybe more flammable that haven't been touched. So if somebody was setting this on purpose, it doesn't really seem like they picked the right place to light it.
2: So it just looks like poor insurance fraud. It
1: looks like it looks like it tracks with kind of what the reports you'd been hearing from outside of the city were—that you know these mobs that are in Old Corvosa are occasionally setting fire to places and that kind of thing. Are you poking around in the structure at all?
5: I think we should check it out, see if there are any clues. I kn- we saw a painting from Salvador Scream inside the building, correct, earlier?
1: You saw a ton of paintings from him inside the building when it was
3: a theater. I'm almost more interested now that it's not clearly done by these Red Mantis folks.
2: Yeah, let's Mm -hmm. check it out.
3: Sure.
1: So if you make your way inside, you do see that it's burned to the point where it wouldn't really be livable in here anymore. But you also notice that... Even the walls that weren't touched by fire don't have the paintings hanging up anymore. It's as if this place has been scoured for its valuables, I guess. Um, I'd allow a perception check in here as well.
2: That was a natural 20 for a 37 or a 38 with my eyes.
1: Sure. Mir. I think you have the bright idea to kind of scope where the stage used to be and, and that kind of stuff. And you notice that uh, there are a bunch of, like, empty trunks and racks where you think, like, all the costumes would be.
2: I'm starting to think that maybe they had already left this place before it got burnt down. I don't know how else all these
5: valuables would be gone without being damaged, or at least some of them here and damaged. Maybe these are all at the new palace. If they are producing shows, they would have needed some costumes to produce them?
3: I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. This entire establishment was an affront in the face of worshippers of Aridin, and if we know anything about the Emperor, we know he shares that same belief. Perhaps he had his people come by here, clean up anything that they were previously using to insult the old god and took it over to his current headquarters before burning it down. Beyond that, there's nothing really
4: of note in here. All right, place explored. Shall
1: we continue?
2: Off yeah. to DeVargo's.
1: I assume you're doing kind of the same thing where you catch a boat, find a boat on one of the docks, take it over. Yep.
2: Um, Ski-do with the <laughs> Yeah. Although I don't actually know if I can do that a second time. I don't think you
1: can do it. I think it's a once-per-day thing, so I need to just find a bigger boat. There's always a bigger boat. Yeah, you guys find like a 30-foot sail ship. Take it out so the figgy fits on it. Yeah, we, we hire a crew. <laughs>
2: and yep. we begin our skulls and shackles adventure <laughs> times two. Take,
1: yeah. a, take a pleasure barge out there. As you approach End, you see about the first 15 feet of the dock leading out into the water has been dismantled. And uh, it also looks like there have been... Uh, there's a barricade at the end of the dock, and there are protective measures on the pylons leading up. Uh, it looks like uh, barbs have been inset into the into the planks that go into the into the you know the big foundational logs that go into the water from the dock, uh, making it near impossible to climb from about you know sixty feet away. As they see your boat approaching, a couple of men call out, "Oi! What's your business on Eel's End? You best turn around, or we're going to shoot."
2: Mira will step forward and and be present because most of them recognize her. I, I'm here to see Dvargo. I I promise we're we're friends. Well, my stars!
1: If it ain't Miro Tarboga, and we thought you was. On the other side of the barricade, or worse. I haven't seen you at your shop in quite some time.
2: Aye, we got stuck on the other side. We weren't allowed past until we found the cure for the plague, and now we're allowed past, but I don't, I don't know if we can get back, really.
1: <laughs> Seems that's the plight of all of us. Uh, let me let down a rope ladder and a group of you can get up. Is that Figgy? He's gotten huge. What are you feeding him?
2: A lot of worms. I've, I've really, it's been difficult to keep up.
1: Are there any worms left, Uncle Arian?
2: I don't know, but I know i know for a fact that Sylvie's parents' garden's definitely clear.
1: <laughs> well, not sure how we'll get him up then. Uh time time off to a rope. I can get six or seven strong men and try and pull him. Oh, I would say like
4: a small crane or something. It, it takes a crane to get him out of the water. He's all waterlogged. It's like a mattress. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he was on the boat,
4: guys. He probably jumped in. He likes the water. Little guy.
2: O- only once per day uh. for 30 minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, they, they lower a ladder down to you and figure something out for Figgy to hoist him onto the dock. Uh, well, uh, Devago's on his ship. Uh, I'll take you right to him. Good to see you. The lot of you. Uh, we... We don't forget the times when the going was tough in town and you helped us keep the docks safe.
2: It's good to see you guys, too. And good news, uh, we have the cure we've got is uh, pr- pretty contagious, so if there was any concern of anyone else getting sick who hasn't yet, they won't now.
1: Oh, that's good news. I was about to ask if you're feeling under the weather because we've kept it pretty... Quarantined, uh,
2: well, Diego's just got a spit in everyone's mouths. <laughs>
4: yep, whenever you're ready. Uh,
2: all
1: <laughs> right, then. Right, <laughs> then <laughs> it have to be him. You said it was contagious. You assume you all have the cure?
2: I, we all have the con- cure. He's just, he got the first dose, so
1: yeah. I've been the one to do it most times.
2: And I think there's something with the cat slobber.
1: I don't want to be licked by his rough tongue or nothing, <laughs> so.
2: All right, then, Beck.
1: I have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> we could discuss later. Fine, fine. Uh, so he takes you to uh, Devargo's ship, and uh, Devargo's kind of sitting on his throne of spiders when you all approach, and he... Um, He kind of jumps out of his chair. Well, I wasn't expecting to see the group of you. It's been far too long. How's everybody doing? My power has doubled since the last time we met. (laughs) (laughs) That's, uh... You must be quite formidable then. I...
2: I'd say that I'd I'd feel a lot better if the city wasn't in such shambles. But... Physically I'm fine.
1: That emperor has been doing a number on old Corvosa. Fortunately enough his men stay decently far from the dock at this point, after they'd tried to attack us and take over. Now that we have the barricade between them and us, we they know if they're on the sidewalk on the shore, we'll take potshots at them.
2: Um- I'm glad you've been feeling safe now that you've put up your barricades. But what if, what if we wanted to go after him? It be a
1: good thing for this entire island if we went after him. Uh, the issue has been, although my men are quite hardy and strong, I have a limited number of people since we've set the blockade. His numbers seem to be growing day by day.
3: And so it's a losing battle. Divago, it is a pleasure to see you again. Unfortunately, under such circumstances, we were sent here to try and help Old Corvosa. I don't know if you've received word from outside, but the quarantine still stands, of course. But the situation in the rest of the city is much better than it was even a week ago. There's a cure for Bloodval. Unfortunately... Old Corvost is still cut off, and it seems the, the disease still runs somewhat rampant here, and we were sent here to take care of this Emperor. I confess, though, that I still don't think that I have a good understanding of where he came from. He seemed to came out of nowhere. Do you know who this person is? I... it's that uh,
1: fop-turned-maniac uh, Pilt Swastel left his theatre to make the whole island his
3: stage. Is this the guy from, like, way early episodes that was a huge asshole to us at Excorables?
2: Yeah, yeah that's eventually. the one yeah. that you wanted to kill. Yeah. And Griffin said, he's too strong too for strong. you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: And now's the time. Might still be too strong for us. <laughs>
2: no, we're good. We're going to kill him.
3: Yeah, didn't you hear, Chris? Our powers have doubled since the last time <laughs> we've been here. yeah. That bastard, Pilt Swostil. He was given a scuff when we were here, long before Bloodvale. You said that he's the one now. I guess that all tracks. The anti-Aridin speech and all of that. We thought it might have been an Otiog that had consumed control,
1: but <laughs> the stench of Pilt is what emanates through this place. Mm. Yes, Otiogs have become a bigger problem since the sewers have broken down. We no longer have Corvos in guard preventing them from coming up from the deep.
2: I, we just killed three of them.
3: Well, that's three less. Alright, well I guess we should start dividing up responsibilities then. You take care of the Emperor. We'll work on the sewers problem. Okay, <laughs> 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 Gotta stabilize the region somehow. If
1: you all have the cure, which I assume you brought over, uh, you're wasting yourselves staying here. Uh, Nobody has blood veil. I mean, we would gladly accept if it immunizes you from the disease, but nobody on my peer has blood veil. We've been taking strict measures during the disease to quarantine and uh, you had helped us out early on when we had a few sick, but now everyone on this pier is uh, is safe, but the disease still runs rampant on the island.
2: This cure would prevent you from getting it too, so I think it's critical that we get with all of your people and make sure that they've got it.
1: Right, that can be arranged. How do you plan on this Pilt situation? How do you we're, plan on dealing with him?
2: We're hoping that you could give us some advice on how to, to get in there. If, if you can help us get in And with uh, an audience with him or something, we can uh, take care of the rest.
1: (laughs) Well, the man hates me. He hates uh, everything this peer stands for. He hates the fact that I have deeper connections than he does. I think the thought of me alone might enrage him. Uh, But I have some idea of what's been going on over there. And he does love to play games. Uh, in particular, they have this game they call Blood Pig. I've been playing it over and over on that rooftop of his uh, palace. <laughs> they call it the palace. Uh, tenements cobbled together with rope bridges. It's no palace. Blood Pig is a nasty game, but it is not so deadly for the people that play. He has a team some of his prized um, I guess troops. I don't know what they're calling him. It's supporters. Um, They uh, his team is called the shingle snipes, but I bet he wouldn't turn down a challenge if I were to put the
3: team together. Oh my god I'm so excited. This is so cool.
2: We need
5: a cool team name.
3: Is, we just we just like started the next arc of an anime <laughs> like, this is what I feel like we're entering the tournament or something now
1: I don't know if you have any people in mind but teams are uh, well his team is eight players there are only a few of you four of you and then I guess if you're counting uh, this newcomer uh, five,
2: all right, we need to get hammer yeah. Let's back ask Eamon.
1: Yeah, that's
4: good. That's
2: six people.
4: And we'll need a team name. We can bring uh, Shingles. he on again. Terrible. We can do much better than that. If we're workshopping names, Eels
1: Athletes is a starting point.
3: <laughs> right. Everything has to start somewhere, Diego. You're right. <laughs> okay. So we've got. Potentially six people. We still need to get the buy-in of Amen. But
5: well, the team was eight. Eight.
2: Yeah. Oh, do you think Figgy that would be allowed to play as a player, or is he just an add-on to me? Oh, you—you sh- allowed-
1: you certainly couldn't bring him with you. But I mean, bring him with you as you know a ninth player. But uh, you may be able to use him as mascot. M- mascot. Uh, I'm not, again, I don't really know the rules of this game. I actually don't know that you'll be in a good shape to play, here. I mean, unfortunately, it involves the wanton slaughter of animals.
0: Ah!
3: Right. Before we start rounding out the roster, maybe we should learn about the game. Uh, best I know,
1: it's uh, again, I don't know how the Pilt changes the rules so much that even his own team has to ask for clarification. But uh, from what I've heard, it is a game where two teams start in the middle of this large rooftop. And from one of several cages a piglet is released (laughs) there is a pit on both ends of the roof that contains a hungry wolverine and a point is scored by dropping this piglet into the pit the game is played to five
2: alright as it turns out I can't play on the team
5: there is someone that I think could be a good member on our team, but I have had trouble finding him. Did you do you know Ven Carlo or or where he might be?
1: Yes, Ven Carlo and I, um we've been in contact before. I know of the man, but I don't know what has become of him during this quarantine. I assume if you're here and looking, then he was on this side of the quarantine when it happened.
5: Yes, that information we know, but uh, we have lost his trail.
1: I can reach out to the contacts I have, see if they've heard of anything.
5: Thank you, that would be much appreciated.
1: You all understand while I would... Love to join you and rub shit in Pilt's face. Uh, You know, as the sponsor of the team and also (laughs) at great uh, personal risk to this entire portion of, I guess you could call us the good part of Old Corvosa, (laughs) I cannot join you.
3: Although I can join you to challenge him. Maybe not personally, but perhaps you have a champion that might be able to represent you. Anybody of able body here on the ship certainly
1: pier. have uh, a few good
3: men. If you need bolstering to eight, yeah, we might have some trouble in that regard. I don't even know if we can count eight friends here. And, I mean, Mir might just have Mir might have problems even participating at all. We might be down. This we might not be able to fill the roster. Mm. Yes, I thought this issue might exist for Mir, unfortunately.
1: Um, I, I, one other thing I know is that um, no weapons or magics are permitted mm. in the game. Oh,
3: <laughs> great. I'm going to be useless too. <laughs>
1: if uh, if a person is caught uh, using either, the other team scores a point. Now, we've been operating under the assumption that the game is the way in to the compound
4: or the tenements, the palace. There could be other avenues open if we don't
1: want to play this wretched game. You could ask for an audience yourself, although he's likely to make you a part of whatever entertainment he decides on, if that's the case. If you don't make a compelling enough argument, he's likely to just throw you under the tall knife. Um, You could attempt to sneak in, but as you probably well know, he has... A good chunk of the citizens of Old Doc's at his beck and call. So, although I believe the group of you are strong, I don't know if you can take on that many people and live to tell the tale. Fair.
2: I don't know who else we could get besides just, like, Chicago's people, by the way. I've been thinking about that list.
4: How about that old lady we came across when we first entered Old Corvosa? <laughs>
3: yeah we'll get rook too yeah
2: yeah. so it is actually anathema so I like I would not be able to play for sure
1: unless you want to lose your druid casting
2: yeah I think that's worth it
3: yeah this is a tricky one
2: I mean I know my mom was strong back in the day but I don't know where she is now I don't really want to bring my mom into
3: this hey can you come kill some piglets for me (laughs)
4: If the Emperor has Scream and Carlo, perhaps we, when he asks us who is in our roster, we list those two people, make him release us to them for the game.
2: <laughs> That'll work. I think that's clever, actually. But I think there's a big chance they could say no. So we have oh, to yeah, come with like a yeah, backup. Certainly.
5: Certainly. Well, and if we get to the palace under the pretenses of playing the game we maybe could fight there instead of actually playing the game?
4: Potentially, but there's this massive risk of hundreds of people being in the area where we yeah. don't want them to be. and, and I, having a-
3: I may have misunderstood, but my, my impression was we get to his place under the pretense of playing this game. We have to play this game. We will get an audience. That is when mm-hmm. we can probably okay. kill him. Or at least start treating with him. Did I misread that, Griff? No, that, that's like, accurate. Yeah. So we can't just, like, show up under the pretense and be on the field and just start attacking him. All right, well, let's let's list them out here. We have Vak, Diego, Sylvie. We have our new friend, um, Leori. That's four. We can probably count on Amen. That's five. This yes.
5: Gaken count?
3: And that's when we start coming up short, I think. <laughs> G- Gakin's not playing. <laughs> no way <laughs> does he count. So, hmm. Can Figgy just wild out by himself take Mir's place? Or does that, like, still kind of break the anathema there? I
2: feel like that, that probably, counts is breaking.
3: Yeah. Like, if we can get Van Carlo would be great on the team. We just don't know if he's like actively in chains. Likely is, and if we ask, they're probably not gonna say that we can get him. Um,
2: can we bring three of DeVargo's men's and then men and then ask for Scream and DeVargo to play on our team if they're uninjured?
3: Yeah. I mean that's that seems reasonable.
2: Unless, Griffin, you know if someone were missing. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Give us hints.
1: <laughs> uh I mean you would Go down to the sewers and get a couple wear rats to join you. They're allied with you.
2: Oh, good point. Yeah. They are volatile, actually. How close
5: are we to a full moon?
4: <laughs> you play it. <laughs> it just right. Don't you
5: I'll, have that I'll spell that, that <laughs> causes <laughs> the transition? Although I think I that do, would cause Sylvie yeah. to turn as well. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. I forgot you were a were-rat. Never mind. Me too, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Both you guys.
5: Well, we
2: can have the other way Ratch join, though.
3: Sounds good. And I imagine through this entire conversation, Leori hasn't mentioned, like, I'm out. She's, no, 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 she's, she's just, yeah, she's, 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 she's like, down. sounds like a good plan. All
1: right. I got hey. a 40-foot move speed, so oh. I'll be helpful. Holy cow. Any chance you have, like, <laughs> three friends around here? Don't really have, uh... Came here alone.
4: Zon Kuthon right. grants right. that? Where do I sign up?
3: <laughs> well... D'Vargo looks like we can probably get five people on a team. Um, I, I guess our ask would be that if you could provide three of your men, then that could round out a roster. They don't all necessarily need to play if we're allowed to have Scream and Vencarlo join us, but that is not a given. They will likely have to. Would you be able to help out in this? Knowing that if this is successful, we are going to remove Pilt Swastil from the board.
1: Yes, I would, uh, I would send some of my best people,
3: but I... Like, definitely not the B team. We need the right, good ones. Right, right.
1: But I would also advise that, Mir, the game could be played defensively. You don't have to be the one on your team killing the pig. You can be the one on your team keeping the pig alive by keeping it away from the Wolverine on your side. I don't know how flexible your code is, but protecting an animal while allowing your allies to do what
3: they have to. What do you say, Mir? Sounds like a loophole. I don't know. We're doing some real good to help out those piglets. If someone other than Mir kills the Wolverine round
1: one, it's just pigs in a pit.
3: Still a drop, dropping a piglet.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
2: I truly don't know because I still feel as though the whole game is like just cruelty to animals.
3: It's bad times to be sure.
2: Yeah, because I, I, this it says it doesn't prevent me from it defending myself against animals or killing them cleanly for food, is like the clarification. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, okay. So you can play the game, but you have to eat every single piglet once it's done. I have
2: to kill them cleanly for food, so throwing them to the wolverine. They're eating also food for the wolverine, food for the wolverine. And half wolverine Okay, eaten. so you have
4: Circle to eat the wolverine life. too, is what I'm hearing yeah, at least. It's a turducken situation. Yeah,
2: I, I can try and play defensively. I don't think I'll be very good, but I'll try and play defensively. We
4: could, we could sleep. You could work on spell selection for defensive game spells.
2: I can't use magic.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. We don't have magic.
4: I can't use
2: magic. I don't know how the hell I'm supposed to keep (laughs) them safe.
1: You didn't take the bloody knuckles orc trade, did you?
2: (laughs) No. (laughs) No, but I did take athletic might.
4: There you go. Okay, sounds like we got a partial plan there. (laughs) All right.
3: Now the team name
2: something with spiders or eels. To relate back to DeVargo, probably. You guys know I'm really good with naming things, so
1: I'm glad yeah, I'm glad you're chiming in the yeah, best. Yeah. What's what's on
3: what's on top of your mind right now?
2: Oh, there's nothing there.
3: <laughs> Instead of eels and the eels friends. Eels friends.
2: <laughs> oh
3: yikes. Okay, one step above the starting line. It's incremental progress.
1: Eel reserve? Mm, what
4: about? Team for pigs that want to live good and do other things good too.
5: We could be elites. <laughs>
4: That's good, the elites. All your pig belong
3: to us. We we can we can figure the name out later. Can, the,
2: can this be Operation Spider Strike, though? this whole act of killing him Mm. that's fun couldn't think of a team name but i got that see that's a
4: that's a good name you sell yourself short
2: i don't like the idea of doing the team name because now everyone has to be happy with it and i don't like
4: (laughs) (laughs) it
3: they's got a team name we gotta have
4: a team oh on this network we're fine with just naming stuff and not caring if other people are fine (laughs) with it Oh man! <laughs> People
3: love it.
1: Be web and flow.
5: Be uh, revenge. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> no, I still don't not.
2: think that's gonna sound like a Devargo name.
3: <laughs> we gotta have the eye on the team jerseys, though. Well, we'll talk about the team jerseys after we figure out the name.
2: <laughs> I I threw this into ChatGPT.
1: Oh, what's ChatGPT?
2: Eel-based team names, what I asked for, yeah. and I got slippery serpents. <laughs> eel, Le- eel elite is part of it. Yep. Uh, they they really focused on the electric part of, uh, even though I didn't say electric whoa, eel. Whoa! Whoa! I got it.
3: Okay. Eel elite. Hmm.
5: I like There's it. Oh, people We yeah, right, got yeah. it. Yeah.
4: We got it. All right. I was cooking on one, but I'm not. I'm going to leave it go. Portly, portly,
2: punk, pork
4: pounders is just not a, it's just not kind of.
1: No, no, yeah, I don't think you want to put pork pounder in your name.
2: <laughs> All right, I just want to, want to throw this out here. <laughs> Elicious energy. Anyways, we're
3: good. Uh. <laughs> I'm glad we came. All out, right, that elite
4: so aid, elite aid's great.
1: <laughs> okay, so I assume you're bringing Eamon in on this. Are you, are you trying to contact? The wear rats, or are you just gonna use the? I
2: I think point? the wear rats would be good. That's like a nice little power play. That, and also it's not using magic if they bite them. That's true. I I think
5: we I think we get a wear rat or two.
4: Who's higher level? I don't know.
5: We have a mini game to decide who joins our team. Let's, let's get a wear rat.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get a montage of us doing a training session, like in like. Um, Team tryouts? Yeah, team tryouts,
1: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Open tryouts, old
4: Corvosa. One big team.
3: (laughs) During the montage, it keeps flashing back. Vex not helping with the... Uh, team selection keeps flashing back to him trying to figure out the team jersey and it's like (laughs) the coming in and out of the the changing room uh, montage where he comes out wearing something else like showing thumbs down no because of something else.
4: (laughs) Oh no, because that's the third thing, yeah, yeah, that's it.
1: I think the I think the logo should be an eel in a figure eight biting its own tail in the middle. Absolutely. The eel aboros. It's a good icon.
5: We use the special paint to add that to our uniform. <laughs> right, we gotta
4: go get
3: some wear hats, I guess.
4: <laughs> I'm very happy with how quickly a s- mm-hmm. this solid concept has come together. This is good stuff.
1: Yeah. Okay. So uh, you leave Eel's End for a bit, gathering your group. Uh, Amon, willing to join. A little disappointed he can't use his hammer, but otherwise, you know, mm-hmm. good to go.
2: But he should have that thing on him. Just to- oh,
1: he's got that shit on. Him. <laughs> he keeps that shit on him. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't you worry, sweetheart.
4: The other team will definitely not have that shit on. <laughs>
1: it's like, about, it's- rem- like if you think about this uh, like the more formidable people you bring, if they're on your side when shit hits the mm-hmm. fan, mm-hmm.
2: the better. The
3: better. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why
2: I think the were-rats might be a little more. Vicious.
3: He's gonna. <laughs> It's gonna be like the end of Die Hard. He's gonna have the hammer taped to the back of his <laughs> neck. <laughs> he reached, he
5: reached his back. Probably too late to Get us all gloves of storing.
3: <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's let's just if we're gonna do this this goofy team, why fill it with just some mooks from Devargos? Let's get some wear rats on the bench. Like, yeah. let's let's if we're doing this, let's do it right.
1: Yeah. Um. You go. You go. Uh, talk to the wear rats. You know, down into the sewers. And um, and you probably ask for, like, Erie's, because uh, she's your main contact with them. And she would uh, bring out two fairly fierce-looking whereat warriors. Both look similar in stature, if not bigger than Grigas when you fought him.
2: Looking a little savage there, huh? Perfect.
1: Pretty savage. So...
2: So one general person from Devargo. Oh no! I guess if I'm playing, then we don't need three. So yeah, me. if
1: you're playing, playing defense. I guess technically, like, you know, what are they gonna do if you call Figgy to the field?
2: Great question. It's not magic, and it's not a weapon. Yeah. He he has <laughs> weapons on him. Those don't In count. His mouth, but they're not, he doesn't have weapons.
1: So you guys are spending the night on Eel's End? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. It's spitting on people.
1: Spitting on people, spreading that cure. Mm-hmm. And you head to I think with, you know, DeVargo kind of heading up the group of you but with a bunch of DeVargo's thugs and stuff just to make sure that you're safe, you head as a group to um
2: Imagine rolling up with a bunch of like criminal mastermind thugs, uh, or criminal mastermind's th- direct thugs, like with a new banner on the on your chest type of thing, like with a wear rats in tow, <laughs> coming to go play a game <laughs> against someone called. Oh, the wear rats are in, the
1: wear rats are in human form too, so they're caught off guard.
2: Perfect.
3: Can the wear rats be like two bruiser twins? <laughs> Yeah, like, I, like, I like that type absolutely. of a mook archetype They're Bingo oh. and Bongo Hell yeah Bingo and Bongo, the, the, yeah. the, the, Bingo <laughs> and Bongo. You're gonna
1: get the swarm tactics going <laughs> uh, So DeVargo leading your group up to uh, This Spot in Old Corvosa Where like now there's like An actual barricade Marking like the immediate surrounding area of Pilt's Palace. You approach Emperor territory and there are several guards at the barricade and Devargo yells out to them. Hey, you uh, thugs, come over here. I have a message for your Emperor. Tell him that I've put together a blood pig team to go against oh, what they
0: to uh, like
1: shingle snipes to go against his shingle snipes. I want to know how he feels about that. Winner gets their territory back in Old Corvosa and the uh, the two Emperor's thugs kind of like oh like speaking hush hush to each other and one of them uh, runs off and taps a couple more uh, thugs like in the compound to kind of gather at the fence and then runs up into the palace. Vic, you notice that the palace encompasses your old tenement building. Does it really? It's one of the
3: several tenement buildings that make up this compound. He's very antsy about that. And at maybe not the entire Elite Eight, but the rest of the people who he's been traveling with, you know, the, the party has been there. So they, they know it and they can probably like clock immediately why he is immediately like a little not good about this. He's very nervous.
5: Sylvie's gonna place her rapier in her gloves of storing just in case. Smoke.
3: Okay. The
1: guard comes running back about 10 minutes later emperor agrees to a match, although he does say good luck taking his territory. He doesn't agree to that part of the terms, but he will give you an audience with him to discuss if your team is successful. We'll play this evening just before sunset. Have your team limber. Ours will be ready for a good match. Oh, and don't think you'll be bringing any of those weapons or armor in here.
2: No, oh, no armor.
1: We'll be confiscating those at the door, although the Emperor does say you can have them back at the end of the match.
5: Oh,
4: scary business. I think we might prefer to have our own emissaries hold on to our gear during the match. Not things we'd want to turn over to the
1: Emperor himself. Well, then your emissaries will not be allowed in.
2: So if then we'll not have weapons, regardless. at least if there's someone on site, we could maybe try to murder them and take our stuff. Mir's got no qualms murdering humans.
4: That's true. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Always a scary proposition to give up all. Yeah, all of your your
3: equipment
2: agreed. <laughs> I just don't know how else to go about
3: it. I don't think we have a choice at this point. How about this? What if we send an emissary with just to keep an eye on our stuff? It's very valuable, and I trust that you are true to your word. But this is a shadier part of town. People try and slip things from under the table. Just someone to keep an eye on things, not hold them themselves. And they can be unarmed, too. We're handing over a lot of valuables to you. At least you must understand that and we will be unarmed to really do much about it. This is just Helping assuage some fears. He runs off because <laughs> he's not the one that sets the terms. <laughs> Fair.
1: <laughs> and comes back several minutes later. The Emperor agrees to that on the condition that that person is DeVargo.
2: Oh. oh that's
3: DeVargo, man, that's up for you to decide. feel safe enough by yourself there. I don't know. Fine. tell the Emperor he and
1: I can watch the match between our two teams together and I will keep an eye on my team's gear and he can keep an eye on me. if we come to an accord? The guard nods. See you this evening. Oh, man. As you return to Yel's End to prepare, um, make me a perception check.
2: 17 on the dive for a 34 or a 35 with my eyes. Wow. You got 22.
4: 24. I don't want to say my number. No.
1: <laughs> Sylvie and Vec, you can notice Bingo and Bongo kind of trailing behind the group and they're like whispering to each other. Mir, you can make out what they're saying. And? They're talking about having a huge advantage tonight. Oh, it's a, full moon. it's a full moon. What? Oh. continue the curse campaign next time. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Curse of the Crimson Throne is copyright 2008. Curse of the Crimson Throne and Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, and their respective logos, characters, and artwork are property of Paizo and used with permission. If you enjoy this show, consider listening to our other Pathfinder 2e show, The Hideous Laughter Podcast, and supporting us on Patreon, where you can get exclusive access to our other actual play content.